on examining the political election that's coming up on March 5th. Today we'll be focusing on Fresno County Supervisor District 3. We did originally have a forum where all four candidates for the supervisor seat were invited, but as things go, uh, we will be converting this to a one-on-one -on -one interview with EJ Hinojosa for the next uh, few minutes or so. So EJ, thank you for showing up. <laughs> it's my pleasure to be here. Uh, also running in this race, and hopefully we will talk to him in the future, is incumbent Sal Quintero and Fresno City Council members Miguel Arias and Luis Chavez. But EJ, you are an uh, educator. I believe you teach music. Tell, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, I'm a proud Fresno Unified Music Educator. I teach full-time at Gaston Middle School where I teach general music, singing, and piano. I've been there for five years. Gaston Middle School is named after Bud Gaston, the legendary Fresno Unified Educator and Principal. Uh, I love that work. I love working face-to-face -face every day with Fresno's youth, Fresno's future, and I love making music. It's a job where I'm able to be creative, imaginative, collaborative, and to mentor young people. Before I was at Gaston, I taught piano for three years at Roosevelt School of the Arts. So how does uh, being a music teacher relate to you wanting to run for public office? Well, I don't, it doesn't lead me to run for public office, uh, but I, in being a musician and an educator uh, does not mean that I don't have other interests. And for years since I was a kid, I have loved reading the news. I have loved following the events and workings of the government. I have always been a patriot. And so I've been reading my whole life about uh, current events and uh, have formed a lot of ideas about how things could change or how they're operating well or how they could operate differently, locally, nationally, globally. Well, I guess uh, locally. I mean, that's at least locally, so. that's right. Um, and so, uh, you know, I have been teaching music for a long time. Before I was at Roosevelt High School, I taught for a decade private music lessons in people's homes, or they would come to me at my church where I would give them lessons in singing or piano or music theory or composition. And I guess, uh, professionally speaking, uh, you know, I've, I've had my fill, and I'm doing really well with that stuff. I've composed music for choirs and orchestras and media and commercial advertisements. And keeping up uh, with current events and feeling a, a great passion for the world and government. Um, so let me ask you this. Why do you think Sal Quintero needs to be replaced? Well, I have great respect for Sal Quintero. He's a good man, uh, somebody that I respect. I think that he's been uh, there a long time. And I think that Fresno County is ready for new voices among their elected officials. And I'm running not necessarily to unseat Sal Quintero. I'm running because I believe in myself and I believe in Fresno. All right, let's see what your voice has to say. Let's uh, talk a little bit about the issues. The relationship between the city of Fresno and the county, it's been strained. Uh, <laughs> you know, we hear all this sniping between the elected leaders uh, going at it. Uh, how do you, you know, what's, what's your take on the relationship and how do you improve it? Well, I'm a, pretty, uh, I'm a pretty easy person to get along with. Uh, I estimate myself to be very friendly, very kind, very peaceable, and pretty smart. Um, and so when I see the bickering back and forth between our elected officials in Fresno, number one, it makes me feel a little bit embarrassed uh, for Fresno. And I wish that those energies would be more direct, uh, directed more towards the issues. Uh, I understand that there are contentious issues that have to be worked out between the county and the city, and there, that's true between any government agencies on any levels. Uh, so I think conflict happens. Um, if well, I'm elected, I, I will seek to spend my attention on the issues instead of uh, being combative with other electeds. Now, one of those conflicts between the city and the county is over the tax sharing agreement. So it hasn't it expired in 2020. It's been three plus years now, and there's no new agreement. And 
you know, the real world consequences are, uh, you know, home developments are being stalled, commercial, warehouses, because the city and the county just can't agree how to split the tax revenues from these things. How would you solve this problem? How would you get a new tax arrangement and pretty quick? Well, I, I would have to start just by collaborating with the other members of the Board of Supervisors, getting in the room with the President City Council and all the staff that make those agencies run well. Why do, why do you think uh, there hasn't been a tax sharing arrangement in three years? I mean, I'm pretty sure they've met plenty and plenty of times. I have no idea. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I can't really get in the heads of any of our elected uh, officials. Uh, but I think that people in Fresno and plainly around the country are ready for their elected officials to to take action, to get serious about these things. And that's what I'll do. That's what I'll do when I'm elected. Um, we want the county to have the funding that it needs to take care of both the urban core of Fresno County, specifically District 3, which I'm running for, Calwa, downtown, Tower District, parts of Sunnyside, Mayfair. Uh, that urban core needs investment, uh, and so I would like to see that reflected in the tax sharing agreement, but also the fact that the County Board of Supervisors is the de facto uh, municipal, so to speak, government for all of the unincorporated communities in Fresno County. Uh, those communities need investment too, and so I would like to see uh, that also reflected in the tax sharing agreement, whatever it may be. Now there's a lot in that, the tax system as you know is incredibly complicated and so I want to get in with the experts, the subject matter experts and the professionals at the county and let's figure this out. Sticking with land use, warehouses, industrial parks, source a lot of controversy of trying to get them built and where to build them. Uh, there have been a lot of resistance from environmental justice groups, lawsuits, even the state attorney general's Rob Bonta has intervened. So what is your solution? Where should these warehouses go? And who do you side with? Uh, the industrial or uh, the environmental justice groups? I don't think that we have to make that choice, frankly. Now, and, uh, there, uh, disagreements come up between those uh, two cohorts often. Uh, I will say this. Uh, I would really like to see industrial development stop in southwest Fresno. Around the school where I work, Gaston Middle School in the Edison region of Fresno Unified, they've had enough. Um, and the Southwest Fresno specific plan made provisions to stop such development, industrial development in that neighborhood. And, uh, you know, there is an assault on that plan at the city council level. I would, I would work very hard to resist any changes to the Southwest specific plan. Uh, you know, health outcomes for people living in that community are, are measurably worse than they are for people living in other communities where there's less industrial development. And I want to be clear. I want to see industrial growth in Fresno County. We're going to need that. We're going to need that to build a strong economy for so, the future. So where does it go? If you don't want it in southwest Fresno, uh, do you want it along the 99 corridor where these plans are, are being talked about? Um, I, I'm not sure about that. I really couldn't say. Uh, so rather than say something that I, I'm not really clear on, I will simply say I'm confident that there are places in Fresno County where these warehouses and other industrial developments can be built. And what are the consequences of continued delays, lawsuits? Uh, are you concerned that these industrial parks are they going to places like Tulare County or Madera County or elsewhere in the state and taking those tax revenues with them? I mean, how do you solve that? Well, I think that we'd have to sit down and take a really close look at land use policy at the county level and find out where we could make changes. Um, I think there's lots of land in Fresno County. There's lots of land there, and we can find places where these can be built. Maybe along the old 99 Golden State, there's a lot of good land sitting there. Um, and I, I, mean, I won't speculate about specific sites uh, beyond that, but I will simply say that we want industrial development in Fresno in the right places and not in the wrong places. We can have both. 
we can protect our neighborhoods, we can protect the health of our communities, we can protect the air and the environment, and we can attract new jobs and new industries to Fresno County. So no, no matter what the development, whether it's commercial or whether it's retail or industrial, it's going to have to have water. So where should all the water come from to build? Well, you know, I would say that one thing that we could stop doing uh, to, to protect our water resources is to stop urban sprawl. If we're going to build more residential, I will tell you this, that my campaign, my agenda, I would, qualify, I would describe it as a building agenda. I want to build things in Fresno County, things that will boost the economy, bring culture together, and maybe even create uh, a rebirth of, of uh, community. Um, and we need to build up instead of out in Fresno County. Uh, every time we build a new development on the outskirts of town or uh, when we delete farmland to create a new housing development, especially single-family housing developments, that stretches our water resources even thinner. And eventually we're not going to have enough water to cover the continued sprawl at the pace that it's going. So I would like to see Fresno County incentivize against, through land use policy, the building up. Well, let's build dense neighborhoods, walkable neighborhoods in Fresno County so that we don't have to continue to delete farmland and stretch our water, uh, our water resources even thinner. Now with all this development, have you heard anything or are you concerned about farmland values declining? The property values, sales values for farmland? Yeah, I'm, I mean I'm, I'm concerned about any land in Fresno County declining in value. Um, uh, that is a subject that I have not learned very much about. Uh, growing up in Kingsburg, I worked for farmers in the summers when I was a kid, uh, working in packing houses, stacking boxes on pallets, driving fruit from the orchard to the, to the, the uh, packing facility. And uh, I know what it means. I know what it means for people out here to have uh, to farming and agricultural operations here. It has given life to this community, and uh, we want to see farmers do their work safely and to see a good return on their profit. Uh, so I'm ready to learn about those things. Um, and uh, yeah, I would like to see that, that land increase in value rather than decrease. This is GB Wire, a conversation with Fresno County Supervisor District 3 candidate E.J. Hinojosa. I'm David Taub. Cal was part of the district. Uh, there was plans maybe a year or two ago from Fresno Mayor Jerry Dyer perhaps annexing Kawa into the city of Fresno. That didn't happen. Um, did you support that idea? And what do you think the future of Kawa should be? Well, I don't know if I have an opinion on that annexation uh, proposal, uh, but I do know that Kalwa, as an unincorporated community, uh, it is in District 3, but it is also one of these unincorporated places without its own uh, municipal government. Uh, working at Gaston and going to school at Fresno Pacific, I've, and I've been through and in Kalwa frequently, and uh, I will tell you that the streets need repaired. That's one thing for sure. I think that they would like to see uh, an economic revival in that part of town, just like in lots of communities throughout Fresno County. And if I'm elected, that's what I'll seek to do, is to bring investment to Kawa. Measure E will be on the ballot also on March 5th. It would raise the county sales tax one quarter percent for Fresno State. Where do you stand on Measure E? I oppose it. And why is that? Well, I think it's the state's responsibility to fund our universities. Um, uh, I think that in many ways it could pencil out to be a regressive tax. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, we're already shouldering a lot of taxes and property taxes, but also local bonds in Fresno and Fresno County. Uh, I think that the state will find a way to fund Fresno State. Uh, I'm a teacher. I will always be on the side of funding education. Um, but uh, I think the origins of Measure E, such as they are, uh, and, and again, its nature, I think, as a regressive tax and not a progressive one, uh, I, I oppose it. 
Measure C won't be on the ballot, uh, at least in March, and it may not be in ballot in 2024, but it will be eventually. It's the county sales tax that supports transportation issues. Um, failed last time in 2022. Uh, they're going to try again. What would, what do you think, where were you on Measure C in 2022, and what do you think needs to be changed in order for it to pass? So a lot of the voters in my district that I'm running for, especially in the Tower District, uh, have a real heart for the environment, as do I. Uh, and I think that Measure C for a lot of people, uh, they weren't seeing the protections for the environment uh, embodied in the language of Measure C that they would like to see. Um, and so, you know, I couldn't speak to the very specifics of it, but I, I, t I will tell you that if Measure C passes, it's going to need some revisions to make sure that the public transportation that we're building is friendly to the environment. Well, what do you want to say? Because Measure C is mainly to help build roads. And, you know, the last few versions have helped expand 180. Uh, would you like to see 99 uh, built out more or 41 built out more? I, I don't think that 99 or 41 needs another lane. It seems like every 10 years or so, we think that adding another lane to our freeways is going to solve the, the congestion problems that we're facing. We can look uh, at Los Angeles to see if adding another lane has solved that issue, and it has not. If we add another lane, it's going to, it's going to cause a lot of pollution in the neighborhoods near to that construction, and it's not going to solve our traffic problems. So I, I would rather see... Uh, streets going through Kalwa and you know Jensen through Southwest Fresno and all those neighborhoods, I would like to see those streets repaired and improved. But I don't think that we need to widen and expand 99 or 41. So you'd rather see local street repairs as opposed to the highways? Absolutely. And I'll tell you what else: my neighbors in District 3 would prefer that too. All right. This Fresno County Board of Supervisors, and to a lesser extent or equal extent, the City Council really engages a lot of social issues, uh, and some of them have come in the form of official resolutions or resolutions that the people want. So let me ask you some of these. Where do you stand in the Hamas-Israel war? Uh, well, I support, as you know, this is a very emotional and very sensitive subject. And so I want to preface all this by saying that uh, uh, this is something that I have thought a lot about, as I know many people have. And there are a lot of people in Fresno uh, with big feelings about it in one direction or the other. I support any diplomatic path forward that guarantees sovereignty and self-determination and justice for both Palestinians and Israelis. I do not think that is possible so long as the Netanyahu regime and Hamas are in power in those countries. The county approved a, a resolution supporting Israel shortly after the October 7th attacks. Would you support something like that? Support a resolution? In favor I would support a resolution. Right. And we always hear, at least the city council, that they want a ceasefire resolution. Is that something you'd support? I would support a ceasefire resolution because peace and a lasting peace and justice for both sides is not possible until step one happens. And that's a cessation of all hostile operations by all parties involved. Hamas and the Likud and the IDF together. They, let's have a ceasefire. Let's have peace in the region. Stability in the region. If you uh, approve something like that, would you uh, require language, uh, hostages returned? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Set the hostages free. 100%. I think that there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of demand to, uh, to, to lionize and to demonize. I see a situation here that is very fraught and very complicated. And Lord knows that anything I'm saying right now is going to come under intense scrutiny. Right. about this issue. All right, well, we'll leave it there. Let's, let's move on. Um, listen, one of the biggest issues last year, 
the Reedley Chinese Biolab. Mm. <laughs> Do you think the county and the Board of Supervisors handled it correctly? I, I don't know because there, uh, there seemed to have been activity uh, surrounding that biolab at the county level at least uh, before the story broke. And so uh, I don't really know what happened, uh, you know, before the story broke. So I couldn't speak to whether or not, you know, what the, the, the measures that were taken uh, in that period of time, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't evaluate them. Do you think Supervisor, Have, do you think Supervisor Quintero and the other board members were transparent enough? Do you think they, uh, they <laughs> revealed what they knew when they knew it? I think that, uh, I don't know. I, you know, I, I, I could speculate on that. Uh, I could imagine, because the federal government has stepped in to be a part of this investigation, I could imagine a scenario in which uh, federal agents would have instructed the Board of Supervisors not to say very much about it. Uh, whether that's right or wrong, um, I can imagine that scenario. I would love to see as much transparency going forward on this thing as possible. Uh, goodness knows that the last thing we want is that kind of scare in our community. Okay, another big thing the last year. Sure. Kings Canyon uh, Road finally renamed the Caesar Chavez Boulevard. There was a split among uh, the people running for uh, supervisor here. Uh, Quintero voted against it, at least for the portion that the county controlled, while Arias and Chavez voted to rename it for the portion the city controlled. Where are you on the Caesar Chavez Boulevard? I think it's wonderful to name a street after Caesar Chavez. Uh, my family, with a long history of uh, agricultural work, uh, themselves being immigrant farm workers, generations, um, you know, that, that means a lot to me. And I'm a union member, too, uh, you know, the Fresno Teachers Association. So I admire the work of Cesar Chavez and his nonviolence approach. Uh, and I support renaming a street uh, in Fresno after Cesar Chavez. I will say that I, I myself, uh, if I had been in the position to weigh in on that issue, I would have given more deference to the neighbors in southwest Fresno who asked, please leave California Street alone. Uh, I think I could have, get, you know, given that to them uh, if I had been in that position. And again, I, I think it's fabulous to name a street in Fresno after Cesar Chavez, but I wonder if that will do anything to improve the conditions of commerce and living on Kings Canyon, Cesar Chavez Boulevard. I wonder if that will do very much to improve that, uh, that, that street there. Not in District 3, but it's uh, been an issue with the county. Uh, the Squaw Valley name. And... Uh, Sal, uh, was voted against uh, you know, the issues of, of reverting back to Squ Squaw Valley. Uh, where, where do you stand on it? Because uh, right now the County Board of Supervisors engaged in a lawsuit with the state over a law. There's going to be something on the March 5th ballot as well that would give the voters the right to give the power to rename to the County Supervisors. So where do you stand on that? Where do you stand on the Squaw Valley name? Uh, I am proud to point to that place in Fresno County and refer to it as Yokuts Valley. Um, I do believe that its former name is uh, inherently derogatory. And furthermore, I think that uh, the Fresno County Board of Supervisors has much more serious business to attend to than fighting these kinds of battles. I will say that they're uh, misplacing their, res their vast resources, massive influence, and their energy on this and now, uh, you know, politicizing our libraries, I think that there are other bigger fish that they need to be frying. And just finally, uh, who, who should decide this issue? Should it be the state government, the federal government, or the local government when it comes to renaming areas? I don't know who should, but it sure seems like the courts are going to make the decision in this case. All right, and since you brought it up, the, the library issue, you know, banning, I mean, people say the term banning books, uh, others are going to say this remove books from the children's section. What do you think of all that? Let's, uh, let's uh, 
consider or stipulate for a moment that there is a book in the children's section at a Fresno County library that uh, is a little too graphic or maybe otherwise inappropriate for a young reader. I do not believe that the response to that, the appropriate commensurate response to that, is to establish a 15-person board of politically appointed uh, uh, board members to, to do that. It's a redundant measure. There are already processes in place where if you think that the book should not be in the children's section at the library, there is already a process to have that book reviewed and challenged and maybe even removed if so. Um, I think that uh, this idea was hatched by some special interest groups that are uh, kind of waging war around cultural issues and uh, I don't like that. I don't like that creeping into my community. Uh, I do think that when people say that it is not ideologically motivated or not anti-LGBTQ, I just don't, I, I can't, I don't believe that because we know who has hatched these ideas and these policies. Um, and they are staunchly anti-trans, anti-LGBTQ, etc. You know, working in a middle school, I can tell you that trans and gay kids in our schools get picked on enough by children, and I don't think that they need a lot of adults to do it too. It's important here we move on. Another problem, every, every section, every, every district, every jurisdiction is homelessness. Uh, it's just a problem that just seems that always happens. Uh, always talk a solution. It never fully eradicates the problem. Well, what do you think the homeless response is um, in Fresno County? And would you do anything differently? So earlier I said that I would describe my agenda as a building agenda. Really want to build a lot of public goods. Uh, but I also want to make way, again going back to land use policy and zoning, in building dense neighborhoods upwards instead of outwards. Uh, I think that uh, we will see, number one, the price of rent come down if we can build a lot of affordable housing fast. The thing about homelessness, in my view, is that it's, it's a lot of things that contribute to the issue, and so your solution to it is going to have to also have many aspects. Number one, build lots of affordable housing fast to get the price of the rentals in Fresno back down to earth so that people can, on Fresno wages, afford a Fresno place to live because not everybody who's homeless is there because of mental health or addiction. Sometimes prices outpace wages. So number one, let's increase supply to meet demand. Number two, let's juice mental health services and addiction services offered by Fresno County to get help for the people who are homeless for those reasons. I think that if we can approach it from the addiction, the mental health, and the housing aspects that we could really we could really see those numbers come down I think we could really help a lot of people get back into a home and hopefully back onto their feet in a job if we can accomplish those things and where should these homeless shelters or be built or is there a certain area where affordable housing should be built well I don't know the homeless shelters you know I don't know that the housing itself I mean there's there's lots of places we could build them in the I, you know there are lots for sale in Fresno um, I want to take a look at uh, the map of Fresno County and how everything is zoned now and if there are places in District 3 of the county where we can change the zoning policy to allow for high density housing, let's build it there. Should it be just built in District 3 or should it be spread throughout the county? I think throughout the county, of course. Look, Fresno County has seen an unbelievable increase in rent. At some points last year in 2023, Fresno's rent increases were twice that of the national average. Let's build as much as we can 
I would like to see lots of housing go up in Fresno County, not just in the urban core, but anywhere. If, if Kerman wants to see some, let's build it there. If Kingsburg wants to see some, let's build it there. And if we're going to be if we're going to be building in those communities, let's also build out transportation, public transportation, so newcomers to those communities can reach Fresno efficiently. Um, and I, I just would like to see a lot of affordable housing built in Fresno fast. All right, EJ, as we're uh, wrapping up here, uh, this was initially scheduled for a forum. All four candidates were invited. You're here. Uh, what, what do you think of that? You're, you're the only one who uh, showed up when he said he's going to show up. I don't really uh, know what to make of it. Uh, I have uh, been seeing Luis and Sal and Miguel around, of course. Uh, they're all men that I respect. Uh, and I'm not running this race to, to beat them. I'm, 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 raising, I'm running this race to win myself. Uh, so I'm sure that they have their reasons, but I will say this. I really enjoyed hanging out with you, Dave. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, listen, you're, you're the least experienced, at least when it comes to uh, a political career here. Uh, you know, reflect, you know, somebody take a look at the fundraising and you haven't raised much compared to the other three. Um, you don't have much name recognition. How do you combat that and realistically think you can win? Well, I'm here and I'm the only one uh, in this interview. So on that note, Dave, thank you. <laughs> if I'm a candidate that you would like to support, you can go to ejforsupervisor.com. That's F-O-R, not the num number four. ejforsupervisor.com. And if you could support me, I would appreciate a donation. If you want a yard sign, send a message to me on that website, and I'll bring you a yard sign. But most importantly, tell somebody about me. If I'm a candidate that you could get behind, reach out to me and let me know. We'll be walking and knocking doors. And uh, I'm not intimidated by the fact that my opponents have outraised me in dollars. When we win, it will be with the least amount of money. And I think nationally and locally in our politics, we've, uh, elections have become a racket and an industry. Million, billions of dollars spent on elections in this country, money that could be used to invest in our communities. So if you've got $10 to send my way, please do it. Otherwise, if there's a charitable nonprofit in Fresno County that you would like to support, please do that. But no, I'm not intimidated by uh, running this race against three veterans. All right. And EJ, for those who are curious, EJ Central what? Edward Jr., named after my dad. Dad, mom, grandpa, grandma, my daughters at home, Rosalind, Eleanor, and Daphne, and my wife, Erin. I love you all very, very much. All right, hey, EJ, thank you so much for this time. And thank you for joining us uh, for this interview with EJ Hinojosa, candidate for Fresno County Supervisor District 3. I want to thank CMAC for providing the space, the talented crew here, the wonderful equipment. I am David Taub. You can follow us online at gbwire.com for all our political coverage for this and all other races. Good night.